Ben. Uh, you tell me you're in love with me. Like you can take your pretty eyes away from me. It's not that I don't want to stay. But every time you come to close, I move away. You know what? I don't want to believe in everything that you say. Because it sounds so good. But if you really want me, move it slow. There's things about me you just have to know. Sometimes I run. Sometimes. Sometimes I hide. Sometimes I'm scared of you. I'm so scared of you. But all I really want is to hold you tight. Ah. Right. Be with you day and night. Ah. All I need is time. Ah. I'm going to ignore your shade. Anyways, <laughs> welcome to another family. Was it shade? Was it shade? Was it shade? It's shade. I, 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 Was it shade? Well, it's just like when Dr. Heavenly bought Mariah that damn poster board of that picture of her on the beach. It was shade. <laughs> Listen, I did my best. I did my quick crackle, okay? Anyways, welcome to another fabulous episode of Peaches, Diamonds, and Champagne. Oh, my. I am on... I am Denise Richards' puppy jacket. I'm, I'm Denise Richards' furry jacket. And who are you? You just, you just took my shit. Okay, you know, I'm I'm the crack cocaine Denise was on. Boom. Okay? <laughs> Lord Jesus, what a week, what a week, what a week. Um, mm. Sorry that we missed Salt Lake. You know, the edible was hitting, and I was just, we just forgot. Um, it, it, it cleansed positive, horrible things out of my mind. I was like, we completely forgot. We did. All, all them hoes did was sit in the bonnet and yell. Yeah, we could do. We could. We could go to the hood and see that. <laughs> Who's wearing bonnet? Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh Lord Jesus! So what that was your week? Mentally, I feel like I have been all over the place. Um. I've been up, I've been down, I've been all over. Um, I've just been really just trying to like, you know, do better habits, get up in the morning. You want that Vivian Green. Bitch, and I want off this ride. Um, <laughs> but you know what though? Hey, I'm hanging in there. You're doing the best you can with what you got. Okay. And that's really all you can Ooh. do. What about you? You know what? I am doing a okay. All right, I'm about to. I'll do some things that I'll tell you about later. Okay. Nothing. Nothing scandalous. Just uh, plans for soon, and <laughs> we're coming into December, and I can't wait till January. So, I I, love, I would like to skip all of December, honestly. I really don't like December, November, y'all. New festive girls can have it. I don't like it. I, ugh. I want. I want my daytime back. I'm. I'm drawing stick figures for Christmas and saying that's a gift again. I'm bringing it back. Thirty five years back. So, 
Well, anyways, um, so let's get into the mess this week. Before we get into the shows, I got some. I have a bone to pick. Um, Kimberly Zosiat Beerman, you win gutter butt, Marlboro red smoking. Yeah, Newport. Newport smoking wine in a Dixie cup having ass hoe. It's a solo cup. Why the fuck are you posting? Like, when I saw the thing on Instagram, it's weird because when I looked at it, I was just like, oh, this is clickbait down. You're posting that you're your grandmother, but then you're saying click the link in my bio. And your daughter's not even pregnant. And I clicked the link, and I'm pissed because I, I gave her a dollar thirty three. Okay, you pay for oh because of her revenue. Um, yes, it just I understand being in hard times, but do like Teddy and all the other girls do. Do sponsored posts for things like you know? I feel like there's a certain line that you don't cross, and Pretending that you're pregnant or that or that your daughter's pregnant to get clicks. I don't I'm not a woman, but I just think of all the women that have had fertility issues and miscarriages and shit like that. And honestly, maybe I'm just old school. I just you don't play with that. I, I don't you don't play with that. This just makes me think that they did set some dicks for the John Legends, okay? Girl, holler me. Yeah, I just thought that was very foul, and I was just like, "This is gross and disgusting, girl." Um, and then Kyle Richards had a party earlier this week. It was like a direct TV party, and um, then variety most powerful women in uh, reality. It was kind of like a combination of both. Um, Because, you know, Kyle's in there. um, And, of course, you know, Candy, Teresa, a couple of the housewives, Tamara, and then a couple of the girls from RuPaul's Drag Race and other reality. How did a gay get up in there? Um, You know, in the words of um, in the words of a queen off a drag race, there's room for everybody. Um, (laughs) um, But enough about that. Let's get inside get into these damn shows. We got too many goddamn shows to go over, and I don't want to forget anything like I did last week. So do you want to go in chronological order, or do you want to go from what excited you the most to who you want to cuss out? We can do chronological. I'm good. I'm ready. All right. So, Married to Medicine. Um, Why are they trying to uh, phase Mary out? Oh, we're gonna get there when we get to Salt Lake City. Oh shit! I'm ooh ooh. Lord have mercy. Okay. <laughs> edible. The edible. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Oh, uh, you know, we start off with the fallout from um. We start off with the fallout from um Sweet Tea's meltdown, 
and um, Quad coming to Sweet Tea's pamper party, which I still think was like, I know, I know production set that up, but it's still that's some messy. T- that's some low down shit right there. Like you don't do shit like that. Um, I mean, from a viewer's perspective, I loved it. I lived for it, but I was just like, girl. I don't know who Phaedra thinks she is, just pop up into the group and be crazy like this. Because you're new. You're brand new. You're a housewife, not a medicine wife. You're not a a medicine bitch, okay? The thing about it is, this is what kills me. Why did your man cover it up and then try to find out she ain't even with that man no more? She's a fraud. Like Shamia said, fraud. Or as Ke- or as um, Nini said, fake dra. Fake dra. Okay. They're in her kitchen, and they're talking about first thing that kind of got me a little like, huh? Was when she said that she met Apollo in twelfth grade in high school. Mm. Do a little Google search real quick. Apollo. Nida. Nida. November 19, 1978. Okay. So he was born in 78. 45. Phaedra Parks. Okay. She's born in 1973. Ooh. Oh. Phaedra. 50. How were y'all? How, how did he meet you as? Because even if even if you were, so you're saying that? Because I know Apollo didn't skip a grade. Apollo was in the eighth grade when you graduated high school. You graduated high school. How, how did you know him in your twelve? You just be lying to be lying, Phaedra. She's a damn lie, and she'll always be a damn lie. Like. Okay? When I saw that, when she said that, I was like, oh, I'm going to talk about this on the show. Because I'm just like, bitch, like, you just lied to me. We met in 12th grade. Girl, he wasn't even a freshman. She's so full of shit, okay? You come on on fresh on a different show and just be lying still. Lying? You would think that you would have learned your lesson. Whatever, okay. That makes you crazy. So then, you know, she's serving, she's serving Jackie and um Simone some salad and stuff in the kitchen. And then um Jackie got straight to it and asked, why does she bring Quad to the party? And then of course, mm-hmm. Rachel clarified, Quad didn't come with her. It was an extended invitation to what she did not formally accept. Phaedra continued to double down on her invite and said Quad's spirit uplifted the group after the fight between Sweet Tea and her sister. No, I feel like Sweet Tea just didn't want to be showing out in front of Quad because she didn't want to give Quad any ammunition to feel like she got the best of her. That Sweet Tea was acting. You you know Sweet Tea was livid on the inside. Yeah, and I, I feel a way. I, I saw a tweet this week that was had me cracking up. It said, I wish I would be calling a grown-ass woman Sweet D. <laughs> Girl. 
Letitia, Sharita, and Kanisha. That sounds like the Chiquita Banana family. It just it's just mess. So then Heavenly brought up her concern with Sweet Tea and Dr. G about them not being ready to be married. And she said they were both having outbursts and you can't have two crazy people in one marriage. That's true. And then she said in her confessional, she stated that she was the only crazy person in her marriage, which is why it worked. But um, Phaedra and Jackie weren't taking the bait. Phaedra says she believed Dr. G would change his ways, heavily hoped so, but it didn't seem likely to her. And the thing about it is heavily, like... She was vocal and loud at the damn Papa party, basically saying, like, I don't, I don't think this is it's gonna last. It's gonna, and I'm just like, bitch, why are you sitting at my bachelorette party? If like if I was if I was to be told about bitch, why are you sitting at my bachelorette party and saying all this shit? It's rude, it's trifling, and it's bootleg. Okay. And she knows what she was doing. She knows exactly what she's doing was facts, but it's just like, girl, time and place, beloved. Time and place. Heavenly has no time or a place. As Wendy Williams used to say, kitchen table talk. Kitchen table talk. I, I miss Wendy. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> she would have had a good, this past month, she would have had a good time. Oh, girl, she would have been having a good time with that Diddy shit and all this other shit. Child. So and everything. We get to um Dr. Simone and Cecil and they're talking about talking about her son's grades. And um, you know, he's just coasting by with C's. And I'm just like, dude, you lucky that your parents on television. Cause we all know damn well if your parents are not on television and there are no cameras around, that conversation probably would have been a little bit more hard. Um, dumbass doing with a C. When, when you're a doctor, like you, you, you know doctors don't play about grades. Absolutely not. Okay, and especially if they're paying for your education and you're on your fifth year. Come on now. Especially if your mother has teeth for her rabies. Okay. So you you're a bit you she warned Miles that he had one year left of financial support, and after that, he was on his own. Uh, she said that she wanted to be able to retire and run around naked in her own house, which, honestly, I get that, because I still say, kicking a kid out at 18, you're not, you're not ready at 18. But 24, 25, okay, it's time to, you know... Let, let, let's get some shit going. You left home when? I didn't have a choice. I got kicked out. Mm. But that's a whole no bitch. We ain't having a therapy session right here. What would you do if your son was at home, okay? <laughs> we ain't having a therapy session on this motherfucker. <laughs> I had that this morning. Woof. Praise him. So... We then get this dramatic 24 hours to the wedding splash at the bottom of the screen as um, Sweet Tea and Dr. G arrive to the wedding reception. I mean, the wedding rehearsal. You know, the two start to chat about their parties. Dr. G conveniently didn't remember 
the stripper twerking on him and all this stuff. So the conversation went towards um, Sweet Tea and she told him that her party was the best because Phaedra invited Quad. And she received the news of increase in the wedding costs. But Dr. G reassured her that she was going to get the wedding that she deserved. And, you know, $14,000, that ain't nothing to scoff at. That's a lot of motherfucking money. Um, a lot of chicken wings for sweet tea. Okay, he called up Quad. I mean, he called up Phaedra and was like, why did you invite Quad? And, you know, Phaedra said she just wanted Quad to get with the girls. She assured him she and Sweet T's best interest at heart. But he's like, I don't care if she got his best interest at heart. Her best interest at heart. It's like, dude, what's on that end of the spectrum? I, I kind of agree with him. because It's just like, girl, that's messy. Especially if you knew, if Phaedra knew Dr. G before Dr. G even got with Quad, to me, that's messy. Even though I don't fuck with Dr. G like that, that's that's messy. Mm. It, well, that's what all the all the Phaedra does is mess because she is a trash bag and a liar and a fake fraud. Mm-hmm. But she's fun to watch. But I don't think this show ain't for her. Who knows? Because you know we the the other crossover. Oh, forgot to mention the other bro, the other Housewives crossover. Taylor, she ain't making it to next season. I was surprised that the official Bravo account said it and, and gave her goodbyes. And like, they never do that for other people. Um, <laughs> she didn't do nothing. Really, didn't do nothing. Talk about an IMDb. I don't. I don't care about that. I mean, Phaedra's causing mess. So Phaedra is working on this show as opposed to Taylor on Orange County. Um, so the big day comes, you know, Sweet Tea and her friends and family getting all glammed up. And um, dropping like it's hot, twerking. She knows. Uh, she knows she's about to get that bag. So then we get, get bag. Okay. Where the bag at? Toya and Eugene's house. And I guess the wedding is the same day as Toya's birthday. But um, um, so then she talks about how she felt like when Quad walked into the party, she just felt stuck and she was mad. And then um, we get to Simone and Cecil and then um, they talking about they excited to see what the extra 14000 is going to bring in. And then um, <laughs> Cecil was like, what's Quad going to wear? <laughs> and then Heavenly and Dr. Damon, a.k.a. Daddy, are running because it's the same day as Laura's prom. So then she's trying to get down there. And Dr. Heavenly um, texted Sweet Tea, but Sweet Tea didn't respond. She didn't know what that meant, but she urged her driver to move faster and faster because she didn't want to miss the wedding. Mm-hmm. And you know, she kept saying, if there is a wedding. This wedding, ghetto. It's so messy. So then, you know, people get people getting seated. You know, we got a we got a cameo from former cast member Dr. Contesta, which Contesta, oh. it's cute the wedding. You know, the the wig was okay. What? Was not stellar. 
You're was okay. Listen, the wig was okay. Her wigs are usually gutter trash. Okay. Looking like a Mama D wig. Okay. Side note, shout out to Gordy, who was on the show. He literally binged the entirety of Married to Medicine all mm. season up to now in like a week and a half. Look at that. Look at and that. He, and he was just like, damn, why the fuck have I not watched this before? This shit is good. And I thought, like, I told you. I told if you, you. If you ain't watching Married to Medicine, you're not watching TV. Okay. What about your lesbian relationship, bitch? Oh, bitch. Nah, bitch. Okay. Nah, bitch. Nah, that's your mama and that's That's my, that's my mama. Oh, <laughs> uh, this this absolutely next, not. This next scene is definitely gonna be in the the iconic reel of Married to Medicine moments. So we're at the wedding. Of course, they're all seated. We've got Simone, Jackie's in there. They're looking gorgeous. Simone got her titties. Uh, her titties was like, hey. Um yeah. fluffy titties. The venue look the venue look cute. I I the wedding, the venue looked cute. It looked real cute. Um, so then, you know, Toya and Eugene pull up at the same time as Heavenly and Damon. Um, so then, you know, they're checking on the list and Toya and Eugene are on the list, but not Heavenly and, and Damon. And then in the confessional, um, Sweet T said that her maid of honor filled her in on what Heavenly was saying. And so then she decided to drop her from the list. And so Toya went in and told told all the girls, and Simone thought that shit was hella funny. And it's just and what I thought was so funny after all that, everybody's seated. They're all they're saying the vows. Some way somehow, Heavenly and Doctor Gita snuck their asses up in there. And the said on Watch What Happens Live that they just put her on the list. Oh, I didn't, I didn't watch Watch What Happened Blast. I didn't see that part. Her wig was right. She oh. did look, look like Carisha. She did, okay. Heavenly Carisha. <laughs> he Heavenlycia, okay. So, Sweet Tea said, you know what? I'm not going to let it ruin my day. But, um, but she's mad that she didn't spend another five grand on security. <laughs> Please, that was a that was a walk up wedding. That it's probably a stripper wedding next door. Not a stripper wedding. So then you know <laughs> they're all hanging out at the reception, and um heavily told the group that Sweet Tea wasn't mad at her, but at Phaedra for inviting Quad to the party, and then Simone agreed and said that Phaedra wouldn't want anybody bringing Apollo's girlfriend to her party. And then meanwhile, while that's all happening, Quad was living her best life, enjoying a nice, luxurious bath, and she congratulated the Lunsfords and cheered with some champagne. Um, that looked like that bathtub scene with Cynthia when she had the, the grapes in the wine glass. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what you trying to do? You're wasting space, bitch. Girl, okay. these bathtub scenes on Housewives be killing me. As long as you ain't trying to make love in the bathtub. Listen. Do they do they all have to do that one leg pose up in the air? You have to, everybody got to do that. Everybody got to do that shit. And I was like, God, that Carmen—it's probably been so much 
Bravo Coochie. Mm. They be seeing all the pussy and titties, trust. So, you know, they're dancing and having a good time. And then Heavenly approached the Sweet Tea and she said, everything looked great and she's not upset with her. But Sweet Tea was like, um, I'm mad at you, bitch. I'm mad at you. And Heavenly didn't didn't want to hear and just gave her a big old hug. And in the confessional, Sweet Tea said that Heavenly needed to sit down and enjoy her beef Wellington before she put her foot up her ass. And I said, not beef Wellington. Might as well serve Salisbury steak. Not even the Stokers one, the, the rubber one from Banquet. <laughs> not the Banquet, the Lean Cuisine, girl. <laughs> or Michelina. The, the Hungry Man. Ooh. Uh, the Marie Callenders. Bitch, I haven't. I'm trying to think, what was the last time I had a TV dinner? The last time I had a TV dinner was probably college. Are you kidding me? I haven't had a TV dinner in a long time. Are you for real? You be cooking that much? Well, like I have frozen, I have frozen lasagna, but I'm talking like a TV dinner. Like you pop it in the microwave for three minutes, and you got the entree, the the corn, and a little funky ass brownie <laughs> corn. <laughs> oh, fucked up corn. I had that okay. polish. Okay. You you be, you be getting your hungry man on? You be getting your lean cuisine on? Um, I used to do lean cuisine, but I was like, I want the fat. I, I want the fat back, so I go to Stouffer's. <laughs> okay. But I want, I want the, all the fat. Get back. I got a big bag. Listen, them lean cuisines are one little small ass square and called a lasagna. You better kiss my ass. I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Shit. Bullshit. With no flavor. Tasting like a Josh and Mama dish. Not a Josh and Mama. <laughs> All right. So let's go on to the to the pee. Um well, well actually for married medicine, who was that bitch in that first scene? Jumping on the table. Oh, god damn it. That's um one of the friend ofs. I don't don't even give me the line. I don't even know her name. I'll get in there. <laughs> okay. I was like, why did she even get a little flash? I don't I don't know who the hell that was. I was like, who the fuck is this? Hmm. Okay. Are you ready for some pickleball or something? Oh yeah, sure. I just this shit is all over the place. Um, so, you know, of course, Ashley introduced that bizarre rumor about Dr. Wendy's family and NECA's running with it. And then you got now you the NECA versus Wendy. And um, NECA and Wendy have shared approximately five seconds of screen time together. Yet the relationship continues to get more and more complicated. So, you know, yeah. episode it was we're gonna talk about the husbands. Um so of course I can't say his name. Is it Dr. Ike? Like Dr. Like or is it Dr. Ike? I thought it was like. 
Okay, Dr. Light said that he knows um, Happy Eddie. They both went to University of Maryland, and he said that they were Facebook friends until Whitney's mother allegedly submitted NECA's name to her shrine. And this whole shrine shit, I'm just like, I'm over it. I'm I'm over it. I'm like, this is the best that y'all could bring. I'm over uh, it. Listen, if this is what Neck is gonna bring, I don't need it. I Neck could have stayed gone. Okay. That's kind of annoying. Everybody on everybody online gives Wendy such the damn business, and I'm like, you know what? She is not that bad. She is definitely not my favorite, but she ain't that bad. But I feel like Neca just came on as a fan. It's it's giving. I'm a fan, and I'm trying hard to be on the show. Neca looks like uh, Chelsea Lascani. I don't know who that is. The British bitch on Selling Sunset. Oh, the one with the um, with the horrible wigs. Oh, when somebody zoomed into that wig, I was like, "Ma'am, is lifting the fuck off or take off?" Okay. It wanna get left Listen, you put as soon as that wig flew off, she looked like Aunt Kizzy. Okay. <laughs> it was bad. I was like, honey. Um Kunta Kente. <laughs> so then elsewhere, Giselle and Robin met up for lunch. And then um, that's when we learn that there's some tension between Juan and Giselle. And um, now Giselle said that she was not happy with Juan for running around Baltimore and embarrassing Robin at the hotels and other places with the Karen lookalikes. Um, mm. And then she stated that he kind of kept for her and was talking loud. I wish that this was on film because I would have loved to have seen Juan go in on Giselle on film. That would have been a moment. So Juan said that he was adamant that he didn't stick, in the words of Robin, stick his PP in her. When she said that, I was like, Robin's playing. Robin is... understand not wanting to break up a family and divorce is crazy and you don't want to have your kids go through that. I get it. It's Divorce sucks. But this man is playing in your face in front of everybody. He's fucking. You know. Laundromat hoes, checks cashed hoes, Taco Bell hoes, all of them. And I hate the fact that that Juan's ass got me fucking siding with Jeezy, Giselle. Um, and so she said, but the part that also happened with was Robin blamed Juan's loud voice because he can't hear after years of being on the court. So he's always loud. I was like, girl, he yelled at her. What 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 does he have on her? Oh no! What is it? I don't know. What 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 does Juan have on Robin? Yes. Well, I know Robin was a video vixen back in the day, but like that ain't nothing. Anybody could be a video. The Fanta girl could be a video vixen. 
Robin doesn't honestly. Robin doesn't. Robin. Robin may not be the smartest cookie, but Robin is, doesn't seem like she has a lot of scandalous. Robin's too born to be scandalous. She's she's on the the very mild side, the ketchup side of scandals like, and Robin. Even sriracha girl, like she is. She it's giving Heinz. Um, giving tomato paste. And so, and I know this sounds this sounds evil as hell for me to say. I like it. Love, I would love a season where Robin and Giselle absolutely fall out. I think it's coming. That honestly, that is the jump start that Potomac needs. Which I'm not going to sit here and be like this little ignorant ass colorist fans on Twitter that we talk about all the time that want to reboot all the black girl shows and don't have nothing to say about other shows. <clears throat> Miami getting three hundred thousand views. Okay, Salt Lake City getting five views in a chicken but biscuit. Okay. But it's always it's always reboot the black girls. I'm 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 gonna stand on that business. I'm gonna say that shit every week because y'all y'all motherfuckers sound stupid. Anyways, back to Potomac. Leave these sisters alone. Okay, and like I Dang. said, ain't nobody watching television live the day of. I don't. You don't. We all don't. I you know, sure don't. Because they did. There was another metric that said they're doing pretty good. Because now what networks are doing is, especially if they're on streaming. They count day of and then three days after. And so they said combined, Potomac was in like the three millions. So, like I said, ain't nobody watching okay. television live. Let these sisters thrive. Okay. So, um, Let the coochie breathe. Bend that ass over. Shake that ass for me. <laughs> Hands on your knees, damn it. Okay. And so, you know, we get a cute little <laughs> moment with um Miss Dorothy, which we haven't seen much of her last season. Um, you know, with Harriet Tubman wig. <laughs> don't just Dorothy like that. You know, she I don't I don't want no smoke. Mm-mm. What about uh, a Harriet Tubman wig? Okay, Harriet Tubman brought us to freedom. So they're talking about how much money she's going through with this tour. Um, this is filmed before she announced she was going on tour at Tamar, which I'm kind of tempted to go because the Tamar concert is on the 29th of December in the Bay Area and Candace is open. And I'm like, hmm. Do it. Tamar Live is so good. Like, the, honestly, it sounds like a good, like, yeah, Candace and Tamar. Like, hello. I don't want to see no Krishan, but uh, do, 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 please, oh toothless bitch. Uh, did we talk about the shade she gave about Drew when they asked about her? And then how she tried to kind of clean it up. She's like, Drew. Mm. Oh, she ain't slick. She don't need it. She don't need Drew and her little roller skate song. You already know. <laughs> oh god let's not mention girls who may not even be back next year um, and they will not be missed even though I, I still want to see more of her downfall 
sing the song. Already now. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I'm talking about how figures for this tour. And, um, you know, Chris wasn't happy about that. But, um, you know, Chris said Where's that. Where's she going to be touring at? Radio Shack parking lot. Damn. Back of Wiener Schnitzel. She's with Tamar. Drive back. Drive back. Okay. With Tamar now. So she, she's doing all right. So, you know, we have that moment. And of course, now Karen invites all the girls to pickleball. You played pickleball before? Never played pickleball before. But, you know, you know, Karen had good intentions and she invited all the girls there. And, you know, the girls came cute, but, 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 Robin, what is this single lady's outfit that she was wearing to the damn pickleball? Listen, she got <laughs> hands on her hips, okay? Drank in my cup. I don't give a fuck. It was it was it was too much. You know it was too much. The part of it all was one um Juan showed up, and you know I was like, "Oh, look, look who, look who decided to clock in." Well, of course he showed up because he ain't a coach no more, so he need that check too. Um, mm-hmm. you know all He's the person, and of course when Candace came, Candace didn't greet Giselle, and then she didn't greet Ben, <laughs> and then when Mia came, Mia didn't greet Wendy, and then Wendy. And NECA had that awkward, like, like it was so weird. Um, so then NECA mm. and Wendy get into it. And while they're catering, okay, I saw this one complaint on Twitter, and I kind of agree with it. They said that when the other housewife shows have gatherings, you know, you see all types, like, good food or at least food in like nice places but when the Potomac girls gather it always looks like somebody's cookout and granted I love me a cookout but they said they said it doesn't feel fancy like the other franchises but I'm like the other franchises are not always in a fancy place either but what do you think about that (laughs) I think that first off, food wise, mm-hmm. don't I hate to say it, but New Jersey's my favorite food wise. Okay. Yeah. They got real meals. Okay. Not not a piece of lettuce and a rock. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, yeah, I think that Jersey be going to trash places when they go out. Um, <laughs> Utah goes to basic bitch places. Um, so, whatever, whatever. Okay. And then, so, you know, 
thereby fixed their plates. And then Nekka stood 10 toes down and handling her business with Wendy. She called out Wendy over the situation with her mother's shrine. And we saw Wendy spiral into the full deflection mode, which she was just like the whole, you're jealous, you're jealous thing. And I was just like, after I was like, Wendy. She's a flop. She's a flop. She's a flop. Flop. <laughs> Wendy has some crown royale, some Christian brothers or something. <laughs> Weird because then she went from that to like, um, she wanted to make up with um Mia, and that was a little weird. And then, um, but the thing about it is, is that somebody said this online to this that NECA has been clear and consistent with her story about her connection to Wendy, but Wendy's story kind of always changes. She got four degrees. Okay, she got other things to think about. Who do you who do you believe? I don't I don't believe it. I feel like it's just I don't care for NECA. But I don't yeah, I don't really care for her either. She just I, 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 I just like I don't care for the other newbie newbie on the other show. Talk about her. We're gonna talk about her because I don't I don't think she's gonna get a diamond. Um she's gonna get a chip. She ain't gonna get a damn walnut. So meanwhile, while they're all arguing, and then um, you got like going to Eddie talking about the whole Facebook thing, and I'm just like, really, we're we're really getting into it about Facebook, and then fucking we used to be friendster or something. Facebook, please, <laughs> friendster, MySpace, MySpace, high five. Ooh, high five! Stop playing, okay. Moco space. Black people meet. All right. Planets. Ah, okay. Net space. Girl. Downlink. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Jeeves, bitch. <laughs> so one knocked over the food, and then the, the little candle started burning, and everybody's like, and I was just like, Lord. I feel like Juan was like, let me just let me just deflect this a little bit. What did you think about the episode? Well, first off, Karen, please change this old X-Men rogue ass wig. I hate it. Okay. <laughs> that wig has she looked like Kitty Bartholomew. Not Kitty Bartholomew. You know who you know who I'm talking about? I don't know who that is. <laughs> if you old old school HGTV, she had see. an old skunk ass wig. Okay, Bartholomew, Kitty Bartholomew. Shut the old heads gonna know this. Screaming. <laughs> 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 Get away from me with this, Apollo. Kitty Bartholomew. You old bitches know who that is, okay? That watched HGTV, damn it. That reminds me of um that lady that was on What Not to Wear that used to come on the Style Network back in the day. Oh, uh... Stacy or something? St Stacy Nelson, some shit like that. 
What Stacey group Patrick. to wear? Stacy Patrick. Oh. Stacy Kendricks. Stacy London. I was close. <laughs> God, and Clinton Kelly. I forgot about them. Where the fuck have they been? What does he do now? Hmm. Oh Jesus, that took it. That just took me way back. Don't know about that. I used to watch it all the time when I was in high school. No, you didn't. Yes. So let's go on to the the snow bunnies. Um. Oh Jesus. Mm. When Heather Gay was at this little variety mm -hmm. reality TV event, okay, she was interviewed by a black Bravo interviewer. Come on, bring on a black interviewer. We like it. Mm -hmm. And she, they, uh, she asked her about Ma. She said that the, the reunion was eye-opening, whatever, and that she will never see, uh, film with Monica again. Girl, when y'all start saying you never film with somebody, that's what makes the show go downhill. You gotta be a fucking team player. Do you want your check? Candy sits with hoes she can't stand all the time. All the time. Okay. And everybody's trying to get rid of Candy. Well, bitch, let the hoes stay. All the time. Yeah. But, um... Heather's not even big enough to say I'm not going to film with somebody. Girl, don't nobody watch you like that. You're not a Teresa. You're not. You're not a Kenya. You're not a Countess. You're Heather Gay. You're new. Well, anyway, uh, anyway, Heather Gay. Um, there's also been some things with this lawsuit between Heather and Monica, which um. You know, the whole suing for not paying, but then Monica allegedly suing for botched job. Now, screenshots of DMs leaked on Instagram between Heather and Monica mm. talking about, oh, um, I love my, I love the faith. I got to reschedule getting my nose and gotta, gotta, gotta. But this day be okay. Oh yeah, that day will be good, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. No complaints about the work. Everything was fine. And you know, I love Monica down. I love Monica down, but something in this don't seem right, girl, because there's actually between the DMs and the hand signed documents, I'm just like, ooh. Everybody's complaining, but that just makes her the perfect housewife, okay? You have to have a piece of trash. Like you, in order to be a housewife, you can't be perfect. Perfect is boring in housewives world. You got to be some type of messy. Um, who's perfect? Name a perfect. No, none of them are. Because if you're perfect, then you're boring, and if you're boring, it's a chop. Just Bailey. <sighs> and so you know. We started off with Heather goes to Angie's house and she's talking, they're talking about Monica. 
behavior at the Pioneer themed lunch and um, talk about how Monica seemed off. And to me, I feel like, and I noticed this trend, and I'm going to talk about this when we get to um, Beverly Hills, is the girls like to poke and poke and poke and poke and poke and then want to act surprised when someone pops off. But then if they don't react and they're just sitting there quiet, then they're going to keep poking them and poking them more until they pop off. And it's like, yeah, Monica did say some off-the-hook shit, but y'all kept fucking with her. Y'all kept pushing and pushing and pushing. She pounced on your ass. And y'all deserved it because y'all wouldn't leave her the fuck alone. Sprinkle, sprinkle. You know, and then Heather's talking about how um, you never know what you're going to get with Monica. And then, you know, she said that she just seemed vacant. And she's talking about how Monica's behavior has been reminding her of Jen Shaw. Her bad bitch, her down bitch. Mm-hmm. Her boss I, bitch. I feel like Jen Shaw was Jen Shaw was acting like that to deflect from doing fucked up shit with them old people's money. Monica is reacting to your how you're treating her. There's a big difference. When you're the the youngest, they're gonna treat you like a child at all times. Times. Wait, okay. is she younger than Whitney? I thought her and Whitney are like the same, around the same age. Because Whitney's younger than me. Why don't I use this wonderful thing in my hand? Whitney. Whitney Rose was born in 1986. She's 37. And, and my, a Libra, fucking bitch. Garcia. I think she's 39. I think oh, her ass. She's 40. So Monica's actually. Monica's like a little girl. Monica's older than the Whitney. Because she's new. Because she's actually making them actually work. Yeah. Because last season was dreary. Okay. That was some bullshit last season. Ugh. Fuck and fuck with fuck fuck Heather and her busted ass eye. That shit was too ugh, whack. Um, so you know, I'm actually glad they spared us from the therapy session with Whitney and Justin. Um, I know you're not really a fan of of Whitney, but um, she's talking about it was so, it's so funny because remember the last episode I said, who was this friend Shari? Because when she was the girl that she was talking about, I was like, she just seems like she would be a, a good fit on the show. Um, unfortunately, she, I didn't know she had cancer and she passed away. And, you know, they shot the clips of different events that um, they had. And I didn't know that she hosted a lot of those events and stuff like that. She seemed like a cool person. And it's sad. The talk- one? Huh? Isn't she the mega one? 
The who? The MAGA friend of Whitney. I don't know. No, 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 no. No. I hope not. There's one bitch that uh, Whitney was friends with on the, uh, like the first season. They showed her a few times, and she was all the way red cap. Oh. Don't know if her name was Sherry or what. But. Oh my yeah, God. Is the friend that is, that was Bronwyn's friend. Uh. Bronwyn. Seven children. Praise God. I don't I don't see um no, I don't I don't see anything about Mac. I'm not gonna go too deep because I don't want my fucking algorithm even giving me any of that on my shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm You're not start getting them election tax, okay? Texas. Absolutely the fuck not. Are you a patriot? Are, no. you, are you a, are you a nigger? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so you know, see, but you know, all jokes aside, even I lost a good friend in the last few weeks. So you know, when you lose a friend, it's it's some tough shit. And I did feel bad for Whitney on this episode. You know, I know we pick on her and stuff, though, but that that had to have been, like, a really shitty feeling to go through. Um, you ready for my part on that? Go ahead. What, what are you going to say? What type of mean shit you going to say? Is it mean? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what you're going to say. It's going to be realistic because you I know what? to my booty cheeks. Go ahead. While, you know, condolences to your friend, but you know what? We don't need all this performative art, okay? Who goes around looking for sympathy with every person you bump into? Oh, I lost my friend. Oh, my friend died. She's dead. Nobody asked. Nobody asked. Why are you talking to Brooks about that? He don't care. Shit. It's it's given it's given you want empathy from everybody, okay? You mean the sympathy? And the empathy. Okay. Don't play me. All right. <laughs> and you know, I'm not gonna give you that attention right now. Grieve at home. Yeah. <laughs> so then we cut to um, Meredith and Lisa having lunch and they're talking about Monica and she, you know, they talk about how Monica insults her about being ugly. And of course, Lisa's like, I've never talked to like that to another woman. Neither have I. I've never done that. There's so much low-hanging fruit around Monica. Like, if I wanted to attack, it wouldn't be hard. And then... Mm -hmm. um, 
Meredith that it is very similar to what she said about Angie. But um, mm. Meredith getting Angie activated with these rumors but not really going deep into them. I don't the know. The rumors? The rumors. I really don't care about this, okay? Very though. Lisa, Lisa Barlow's a fake-ass trick, okay? She's a damn lie. I will say that every time she's on the scene, she's a damn lie. Okay? And, I, you know, I'm saying he's old enough now. His your son's little Swiffer ass hairdo. It is not. It's not it. It is not it. Okay, that should like the bottom of feather feather duster. Okay, that shit looked like chia 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 chia. It's horrible. I hate it. That shit looked like knuckles. That shit looked like knuckles. From Silent the Hitchhop? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Now, that shit look like a possum. Anyways, I'm not going to go on this long tangent with that. Um, so while they're having a conversation, Monica gets to Mary Marthy Cosby's house. Mary Marthy? Mary, Mary Martha. <laughs> And so Mary's like, don't let these girls get you out of pocket. And which, honestly, I agree, even though that's not advice that Mary can take herself. But I agree, don't let these girls get you feeling some type of way. And they shading her out. They blasting Mary out. Yeah, Mary was at that party at Kyle's house. And... um. She said, you know, production stopped corner things. But I'm also on the flip side. I'm like, Mary, no shade. You act like you didn't want to be there all the time anyways. So but is that's, it... That's, that's Mary. That's Mary. But is it Uchi Wally or is it one Mary, 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 Mary. Yes, Mary, Mary. You remember, if you remember that, you're a G, Okay. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Oh. And so, you know, the part that, um, you know, she said, make sure, but Mary's advice was true. She said, um, make sure your sanity is protected. Make sure that I'm not losing my mind anymore like I did. And, of course, they show her having the, the flashbacks of Whitney and stuff. Um, and then... She complains about Monica complains about Lisa and how she's materialistic. And um Mary gives advice, and you know, she says for who she is, it's gonna bother you to hold a grudge. It eats at people. Like I think grudges eat at you, like you should not be a grudge holder, which is true. I was like, for once, I was like, Mary sounds like very level-headed in this scene. Like, she's like, girl, like, let this shit go. Don't let these little girls get you. When you get off of that crack rock, okay, <laughs> you're changed. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. It, it was last week. It was last week when Heather came over to the house. 
Mm-hmm. And she, she opened that door and yeah, that wig, you saw that wig line all thrown back, looking like the editor of Ebony Magazine on that Star Trek. Okay. In the back, all the way in the back, in the in the fence, okay. <laughs> in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> You know who I'm talking about with the braids and the like the Stevie Wonder bra- braids it all the way down the street. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. But uh who was I even talking about? Because that was too funny. Yes. Remember that way when she opened the door? Yes. But uh she she looked nice at the variety party. Okay, and her purple looked like Michelle Williams. Williams was dressed more provocative than you, Mary. Mm. But hey, that was a nice little dose for her. I'm not going to get into the men's warehouse scene. I was just like, ugh. Um. What happened in the men's warehouse? When they're oh. missionary things, I was like, Ugh, I could have, I, I was, I started playing Monopoly on my phone. Um, and so, um, you know, Monica and Heather meet, Monica apologizes, and then, um, you know, in the confessional, Heather is just like, you know, she apologizes, but she has a dark side. And she's like, I like Monica a lot, but I can't help but there are alarm bells going off. Mm. I'm like, do you know that this is the woman that you're having the issues with? But I guess we find that out in Bermuda from the footage that we see. Um, what was your thoughts? I, when I saw that, I just want to hear his shade. What were your thoughts on The Plated by Meredith Marks? That old uh, Zane's for J.C. Penny jewelry. You don't want to get played, it, girl. You don't want to get. I'd I'd rather buy embezzled. Okay. I'll have all them embezzled ass hats. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, have you seen an embezzled cap yet? No. Okay, embezzle. Where is it? Embezzle. 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 Is that even the name of the company? Uh, <laughs> embellished. Oh, okay. Let me see if it still exists. Hold on. It's going to say permanent enclosed like the Lenita, okay? <laughs> Permanently closed, okay? Ain't no caps. Embellished. You can find them in them claw, them claw vending machines at the at the gas station. Oh, it's still open. It's still open. Oh, it's still going. Fifteen percent off of your so first. Kiki, Kiki White gonna put on a cap and perform there. You must rehearse my life. <laughs> a thousand times. Confessional fan confessionals on the website too. Is this legitimate? Who are the fan confessionals? The children? 
No. Batman and Mark, whatever the names are. <laughs> anyway, that's Meredith's plated event. Um, you know, she said it's supposed to be affordable jewelry. You know, that range from five from fifty dollars to Robinson's $5. May. Robinson's May jewelry. Okay. I hope your ears don't turn green. That jewelry is from straight out from Tijuana. Okay, that jewelry is from that when you played the claw at the arcade. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna have to combat your opinion about Whitney. Um. She went because her friend wanted to go. Wanted would want her to go. She was trying to snap out of that depression mood. But also, too, I get where you are coming from. But also, too, if she doesn't say it, people are going to be like, oh, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? And it's like, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. But I also feel like, too, Whitney, I understand you want to work. You want to snap out of your depression. But I feel like it would have been just fine if you would have stayed home and said, hey, I'm still mourning. Boom. Stay your ass at home, okay? Now... If it ain't working, take the suit of fed. Expecting Lisa to have sympathy for you, it's like expecting Rasan not to be shady. It ain't gonna happen. It's like expecting a, a raccoon not to be a crackhead. It ain't gonna happen. And you know, Man. you and I get it's just like you set yourself up for failure. Now, at this time, the Monica apologizes to Lisa, talking about how she fights dirty. And, you know, I was like, okay, you're you're being mature. You're trying to move past it. Of course, you know, Lisa's just stoking it up. But Lisa didn't really like... I feel like Lisa didn't really give an apology back. And she won't, because she's a piece of curbside trash. Just kind of, like, declared that they were fine. And so then, um... Lisa Suzette Barlow is a gutter snipe. Not Suzette. Is that her real middle name? <laughs> I don't know. I have no clue what her damn middle name is. <laughs> and so then, you know, Lisa pulls oh, with... Like Edith. Whitney pulls, Elisa pulls Whitney aside to tell her about the lunch with Meredith and ask her for advice. And then that's when Whitney tells her that she just lost her best friend and life is short, which honestly, life is too short. When you find, when you have death around you, the bullshit, you're just kind of like, girl, let's, let's move on. And then, um, but this is the part where I was like, girl, people handle shit differently. Uh, when she criticized Lisa for not hugging her, consoling her. Now, with me, I don't like if if someone if someone around you passed away that I never met and I don't have a connection with, I'm kind of gonna give you grace and give you time to deal with it, and I'm not gonna be bombarding you with hugs and everything like that because I don't 
I don't know where your head is at. So I kind of agree with Lisa right there when Lisa was like, when she was like, I'm not sure how to handle this situation. I'm on a side. Remember the season six reunion of Atlanta? Uh-huh. And Kenny was contesting Lanethia about how, you know, she doesn't wasn't very heartwarming or showing emotion with since he was aching over their friendship. Mm-hmm. And Lanethia said, listen, I could see Candy crying in the corner and just pass her a Kleenex and keep it moving. That's that's the kind of person I am. You know, you can start crying right in front of me and I'm just going to be like, uh, you want to watch Family Feud? Okay? I get uneasy around that shit, okay? So, but I'm still going to serve you as a friend, but you know what? Um, I'm just going to give you the Kleenex and be like, you better figure it out, Okay? Grown people figure it out. Life is trash. You got to figure it out. So, of course, they get into it. And then... Um, is that about you? She, you know, she said, it's all about you, which, honestly, Lisa does make shit all about her a lot. Um, and then, of course, Lisa suggests that perhaps Whitney is triggered because she spoke with Heather with whom Whitney has not resolved their differences, but Whitney denies that. And then um, Lisa makes it even more clear that she doesn't know how to deal with someone else's grief. And then um, Whitney called Lisa very fake, and why are you going up to Heather and giving her a gift when I'm your good friend? Then they get all into it. And then... um, Lisa turns around cussing and tells production, you guys need to stop now and having another hot mic moment. I check my mic. I check my mic. And then I was just laughing because I was like, girl, I took the same damn shirt that you got from um, Palm Springs that you hated so much. Mm-hmm. Kiss my ass, Lisa. Lisa is a fucking lie. Monica brings everybody Barbuda rum and Portuguese pastries. And um It wasn't no rum in that. It was that Cynthia Bailey Seagram. Okay. The part that had me weak was um when she walked away and she saw other people go, oh, this is for them. <laughs> for everybody. Okay. It's this so, ain't community. This ain't no community shit. They're gonna go to this trip, and this is when shit's about to get real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about to get real. Oh, child, but let's you ready to move on to Beverly Hills? Let's get it. Ugh. Naimum. 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 Okay. So, you know, um, we're, you know, they're still talking about the whole Sutton being upset with Kyle. So Kyle's ran after that with the ladies. And then um 
And then we get from that to Erica talking with the business manager about um about trying to start over and how people don't see her as viable anymore. And I'm just like the business oh. manager looked like Lauren Manzo. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Lauren B. Manzo. Marcel is having a conversation with her son. And what I like about these moments is it's like, damn, y'all really lucky to have a, a black mama that actually wants to talk to you about how you feel about things. Because a lot of us, I know myself, did not have. We didn't have that option as kids. Mm. So I was like, okay, that was that was I'm just I'm just getting all the, the heartwarming stuff out first before we get to the meat and potatoes of mess. Um so that Jax was, is working my nerves. Why he work your nerves? He's uh, he's smug, okay. Oh, his little mouth gonna get his ass beat somehow. Bit too honest for some people. Just wait. He gonna learn, okay? Looking like a proactive before picture. Stop! That's a child. Exactly. Children have acne, so it's it's usual. It's it's, it's typical. Oh my god! I don't want nobody. I don't want no. I don't want no smoke. Clear as hill. Twitter. Sit down. Okay. So now. we get to we finally meet Morgan, and the way how Kyle this is probably the most lit up in the face that Kyle has looked on this show in quite some time. In the words, in the way, words of Phaedra, were there. Fucking, fucking, they're fucking. I, I think they're fucking. You think, you think, you think they're click clacking? What about your, what about your lesbian relationship, bitch? Lisa, Lisa, Lisa. Speaking of Lisa, go back a hot second. I'm glad Chris was getting com comfortable in his confessionals now. Okay. She's coming with it a little bit. But Kyle's in, in that kitchen being a real, you know, when you're sober, you don't have to be a damn Debbie Downer so sober bitch, okay? Those of us still partake, and I'm going to do it. Okay. Yeah. Until my. Liver and bladders and whatever on the platter, I'm gonna continue doing what I do. Man, yeah, shit. I I have a lot of sober friends that are cool. They are they are cool with it. They don't give a fuck about if, if I be drinking. Shit. If I have a drink, don't label me an alcoholic. If I pour a drink in my damn house, a whole jug of Sauvignon Blanc at at, at 9 a.m. Say nothing. Say nothing. I don't tell you what to do up in your house doing the little thigh masters. 
and ellipticals, okay? And twirling your head around, making that ponytail shake. I was a bitch, okay? I was a fucking bitch. But it's just the way how she seems so happy. Taylor pussy. It's just the way how she seems so happy whenever Morgan was around. But like when she kept saying like we, 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 and then the whole tattoo, and then you tattooed your initial on that lady, like girl. Y'all click clacking. And there's nothing remember wrong. When, remember, remember Danielle Staub had that song with the lesbian bitch? Yeah. Okay. So close. <sighs> like a Sarah Lachlan and shit. Nothing <laughs> wrong with click clacking. Nothing wrong at all. If um, you click it, then you better clack. But also, too. And I'm gonna get into this with the with the Sutton situation. If memory serves me right, what Kyle a couple seasons ago counted on Garcelle for not being open? She absolutely was. What's Kyle pounding on Denise for not being honest? She absolutely was. What's Kyle? that was harping on Yolanda about the Munchausen's and things with Period. Lisa. So now that you're in the hot seat, all of a sudden it's, why is everybody having so much concern about da -da 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 -da? I'm doing this. I think it's because you won't shut the fuck up about it and you keep you keep kind of coming out like a judgmental Judy. Granted, yeah, Sutton may have had a little bit of sauce, but Crystal is right. Mama, you only been sober from three business days. Who pays the mortgage? Who pays the mortgage, okay? Mm -hmm. If you ain't paying a, a half a nickel in this house, you ain't going to say shit about what I'm doing. In my I house. Go, I got to drink a whole Hennessy right here. In your face. Don't say a damn thing. Bitch. Go do some yoga. Go Zumba. Yeah. So, um... They're definitely click-clack, and I know it. <laughs> Trust and believe, okay? Oh, and then Sutton invites the, um... Jewel in the background. Dorit to meet her for the fucking um the little matchmaker lady. And I was like, oh, I could have went without this scene. It just felt so like matchmaker was way too hype. Okay, I need her to calm it down. For a moment. I was like, girl, bring it on down. <laughs> okay. She ain't gonna bring Sutton shit, but a, a kitten. Okay. But we get to this damn dinner at Kyle's house, this THC dinner. Um, what would have been your dosage at the dinner? Did Did Sutton already talk about uh, her child support? We're getting kid? there. We're getting there. 
would my t my my dose be? Uh -huh. Um, I don't know if that ten milligrams is gonna be the same as like an edible. I feel like it's gonna blow me the fuck up. I would have did the ten. Um, you you you're a pothead, okay? <laughs> a full blown pothead. <laughs> Shit, but, you know. Favorite, the morally corrupt favorite ethnic shows up, and then um, look at she looking like okay, Mama Elsa, and then Justin Kauf's former assistant, and then um, the slave, the slave, because when she walked away into the other room, she said, "Justin, get get them in the diner, okay." The slave. So the next people to walk in is Sutton and Cynthia. And then um Cynthia could have stayed home. She didn't do shit. Okay. And then got Polly Pocket wig on. The fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> and Anne Marie, who I don't know if um I don't know if she is going to be demoted because of the scandal with her husband being accused of raping the young lady at the at the school. That's going to make her elite at Bravo. They don't give a fuck. Because, like, she had no confessionals, no intro card, nothing. And I remember when Kenya and Port when Portia, because you remember Portia came on later on season five, her first episode, they put her up in that the intro. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Um, A little here. <laughs> so you know, Garcelle is there. Maria is Tanya, West Coast Tanya. She really is wearing that damn same fucking tired ass dress that Erica Warren. Adriana and Larsa Warren. All these bitches wearing uh, Marlo. Um, and Crystal said in the confessional that bitch is nosy. Oh, I, I feel I feel like I feel like Anne Marie's probably gonna wake Crystal up this season. Crystal got Crystal kind of clocked in this episode. I was like, oh, she's awake. Girl. Listen, she she learned, okay. She learned that she would have to go back to the Disney store and do Lion King appearances. So she said, let me just step it up. Okay. Fuck them kids. I'm going to get this little grown-up check right here. And she's, then, been, she's been doing a little thing, a little something. I'm going to get into her ass. Kyle tells Faye and Justin that both Camille and Denise Richards are coming. Um, and of course, you know, they all talk about the Allison Dubois impersonation with the... Um, with the the electric cigarette, know that. Um, they look. They had walked in wearing the Jacqueline White collection of Easter shit at Kmart. Who? Um, Denise and Camille. Yes. Okay. Like looking like um fucking Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion. They look like Green Acres. And then Denise's facial expressions was looking like green eggs and ham. I was like, girl, how much have you had? She was making all oh, 
her faces. I was she, like, honey. She did the she did the bag. She snorted the bag. Okay. Did she get some of Charlie's supplies. Like, what what's the tea? Yeah, uh, Charlie supply, carrot top supply, okay. Chevy Chase supply. Oh, we skipped over. Um, we completely skipped over Kyle coming home after the tattoo. And uh, this will tie in with the blow up at the dinner. Um, Kyle coming home with the damn tattoo. And I noticed Kyle's energy with Morgan compared to Kyle's energy with Mauricio was like night and day. She's been over, she's over that man. Like they're done. They're not even, they're not even, I bet you they're probably not even sleeping in the same room. They are done. Like it was, that was cold. That was how she was acting. I acted like that before when you're just completely done. She done. She, her mind is on the coochie. I just don't understand why the fuck tattoo girl stop playing with us, Kyle. I was a motherfucking fraud, first of all. Mm-hmm. I ain't... This is so stupid. She is so performative when she gets home to her husband, okay? Because she knew it was rumbling. She said, you know what? These bitches need me to stay on a couple more seasons. So let me just start some bullshit, okay? Uh, speaking of starting some bullshit... Mm-hmm. Okay? Let me tell you something. When... I mean, Carlo, when Sutton noticed Kyle's new band, okay, let me tell you that. She noticed that like a detective, like a jewelry whore, and then told, told Garcelle about it, and she said, I never noticed that, okay? Only time I noticed some jewelry was when uh, Dorie got robbed and she still had hers. That was it. I said, you better say something. You better say something, motherfucker. Because the resort did have hella jewelry on after this alleged robbery. Okay. Went right on down to David's bridal. People on Twitter talking about, how are you going to say that? That's insensitive. But I was like, but didn't she just tell Garcelle to get over the situation with her son? Why was she hopping like a, it was a, it was a drive-by at the movie thing, movie premiere, that's a black people event, okay? But 10,000 people in an arena to watch some people put on a thong. Okay. You're full of shit, Dorit. A full of shit-ass bitch. But back to this damn dinner party. Um, And so, you know... Camille shows up, her and Faye kind of get at that fake church lady high, and then they go their separate ways, and fucking um, Garcelle is like, girl, <laughs> even I know they do not get along. And they're both just like, fuck that bitch. Uh. <laughs> Faye is a whack-ass bitch, okay? She looks like Daffy Duck, and she's she's a She's a stupid old sedity. She's like the mother on uh, half and half. Okay. A sedity bitch. Okay. Your father is Congo. Don't don't deny it. Now, 
shut your ass up. Faye is a stupid old, a stupid old tales from the crypt ass bitch. And so, you know, she, they she look like Methuselah. <laughs> down and um you know they talk about how they're not supposed to drink if they're if they're um doing this and everybody's kind of like saying none and a couple of girls are saying five milligrams and you know my ass i would have been like 10 if i really wanted to be crazy 20 because you know I, i'm a big girl um how are you gonna tell me not to drink? Because I'm on this wine edible combo right now, and I'm oh you know, no, I'm slurring, but I'm good. That's how we forgot the damn show last time. <laughs> you weren't on no wine. I was on. I was on the um the Casa Amigos. Oh shit! And and you the cantina, girl. I, <laughs> I was. No, 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 no. I was sober last week because I had to work. That's I, I remember. Mm -hmm. You know what? It's because you was high and I was trying to rush up out the damn door. Uh, mm -hmm. And so then everybody's taking their seats. And of course, Faye sees that Camille's in front of her. But then um, Faye decides to move. Was it Camille that wanted to move or Faye that moved? Faye. Faye. So just, ugh. Faye. And she have a sex, she had a sex, she was in a sex tape with OJ? No, she did Playboy. She did Playboy. Okay. Same thing. I <laughs> know her titty. Her nipples look like whole, like long Cheetos. Okay. You know, have you know the Santa Nofre power plant by San Diego? Them two domes look like some big old rock titties. That's what her shit looked like. Okay. Nipple, nipples look like Stonehenge. <laughs> she doesn't look that bad on the cover. Really? I'm looking at it right now. She looks like she looks like Elf. What's that thing? Uh, what was the thing called? Was it Elf? Anyways, I'm not gonna keep going on that. Um, Monk, something like that. Anyways, so Sutton pulls Kyle to the side. They're talking, and um. You know, Sutton tells the reason why she was off was because um, when Kyle came to the house, she just found out that her ex is moving to London and wants to take their son with him. But also he expects um, he expects Sutton to move to London as well. And so um, now it turns out that Sutton that the ex is going alone and Sutton and the son are staying in LA. But at that time, she didn't know that she was stressed out about that. And, you know, she's going through it now. Um, Kyle's like, you want sympathy for a move that isn't going to happen. 
and she's getting more money because you'll have the kid all the time. And um, what Sutton was saying was that she just heard about it and she just heard about when Kyle arrived but didn't know what would happen with her son. So that's why Sutton was upset that day. But Kyle didn't use her listening skills and didn't hear that. All she heard was the money and why would she be upset now? And I don't know, Kyle, <laughs> Sutton could have got to the point because Sutton is a long-winded talker. But Kyle also, that was some bitch-ass shit right there. It's like, girl, you're a mom. Kyle don't listen to shit, okay? Like, you have Kyle's two... Kyle's fucked up hoe. And so then she, you know, was bringing up Sutton's past blow-ups and everything else, and then things are getting left, and then, um, you know, the way Kyle sees that it's Sutton is a messy drunk and then makes excuses for the behavior, but then um, it just came out very, very... Um, it just came off very higher than thou. It was just like, girl... And I know, like, some people are going to say Sutton was in the wrong, but, like, I feel like if... Also, I feel like if Sutton got to the point, Kyle probably would have understood. But also, Kyle was... Kyle wasn't listening to listen. Kyle was listening to answer. There's a difference. All you fresh Betty Ford bitches, okay, you know what? Keep your judgmental shit to yourself. You quit drinking... Congratulations. We love it, okay? I don't have to pay for a lift. But you know what? If I'm going to continue throwing my shit back, don't judge me for it, okay? Because I might not be a drunk like you. Most and likely. So Crystal to the room to get them. And then... um. Crystal was saying that they're doing the same thing to each other. And honestly, Crystal was right. And I was like, oh shit, Crystal done woke up and um drove to work. Okay. And then Crystal just straight up flat out said, I want y'all to address this shit right here, right now. And so then, you know, Kyle said that she doesn't want her friend making veiled threats of her and then um and then veiled uh, she's like if you're gonna have balls bring it up um and Sutton just kept saying that she thinks something is off with Kyle she brings up the exercise schedule and not eating and then Kyle fires back and says um you have some nerve when you don't eat. And I was like, oh. And I was... Okay. And we supposed to be sensitive about Crystal? What the fuck are you doing? Okay. And I was shit. like, yeah, you know, shit, I forgot. I just, bitch, you saying shit like that. You know damn well Crystal had her thing. Girl, Kyle, you really ain't shit. And, you know, of course, Anne-Marie butts in and tells them that they're not saying what they mean to say. And You're then, not speaking. You're not speaking. 
You gotta then, talk about it. Garcelle just clarified. We're was in like, this, we're in this house. We're in this house tonight. We gotta talk about it. She's mm. Canadian. And Kyle explains that you know they're having a hard time. And then Garcelle asked if it was the makeup band. And then of course you know Camille was talking about how she got cars from Kelsey Grammer. And Dorit was looking shocked. And I bet you Dorit was like, fuck, I'm staying with PK's ass and all I get is this fucking pretty woman shit. All I get is a Baconator from Wendy's. What? <laughs> all she, her bitch ass get is an old square patty. <laughs> a crabby patty ass bitch. And then of course, you know, Faye's trying to have Kyle's back and say it's roof and then to bring it up. And then um but the thing about it is it's like, why is it roof and then to bring it up with her? But literally. And I wish I and I feel like production is trying to protect Kyle because bitch, I mentally I could do a B roll of Kyle pulling this shit on other people. All the damn time. All the damn time. And then, you know, then Kyle was just upset. She said, so what you're saying is that my husband cheated on me. And then, you know. By the way, that Beetlejuice-ass dress is not it. Who's Beetlejuice dress? Kyle. The titties were, the titties couldn't breathe. It looked crazy. So. It looked like. <laughs> Uh, lobster on prom night so you know we ended on a to be continued I'm just honest I'm bravo I swear to god if you're full of to be continued at a dinner party and then the second episode out of the whole hour with just 10 more minutes or 5 more minutes of the dinner party that could have just been put in this episode I'm gonna cuss you out you know it's gonna be 3 minutes uh, it's just so stupid. It's like, stop that shit. Did you want to talk about Miami? Let's talk about Miami. All right. Did you want to go or do you want me to go? Oh, you go. You're going. Uh, so, you know, it's the whole fuck cancer thing. Um. Mm. I'll try to get to my notes. And they, don't we have the cooking date first? No, we got fucking Marisol and Kiki injured. Marisol talking about she self-diagnosed him with a sling over her arm. And I was like, Miss Mamas, you doing too much with, with the bling on the sling and everything like that. I was like, but, but you are a woman of a particular age. Um... Kiki's ankle did look swollen, but it, but it was still so. <laughs> it is just still so um, extra. Mary saw a little lamp, Inspector Gadget. I can't stand her ass, okay? <sighs> 
She and just be drunk and stupid. Nicole and Alexia go cooking with their husbands, and I was just kind of like, eh. it was, it was I, okay. I don't need it. It was okay. Um, the part that did kind of have, because at first I felt like you, I was like, I don't need no damn therapy, but this set, this therapy scene was really. And I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's just because I had a lot of death in the last two weeks. Um, this shit fucked me up. I never heard. Mm. Of, I never heard of ketamine therapy. When I heard ketamine, I think of white gays in the club doing drugs. I didn't know people use those same things for therapy. Isn't that what future be doing? Ketamine. Ketamine's the gay one. The gay people. The the. The niggas, the rappers, they be doing perk. Oh shit! Okay, I don't know that shit, but um, you I know, I don't know. Damn, the the gays, what gays are you talking about? White gays, girl, white gays, because you know oh, uh, we just okay. do we do Hennessy, tequila, and Mary. That's all we do. But they be wanting horse tranquilizers and cocaine and 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 you use that? Is that shit, girl? Okay, the 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 popper are not drugs. <laughs> okay. So good. I was like, we get through these episodes about a, a random tangent. <laughs> okay, cocaine is just like licking a piece of chalk. Then, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Scissor is just minute made. Okay, cherry limeade. Oh gosh! So this that but that therapy session. Ooh, that was that was tough because I, you know, I, I've been doing therapy. And when you get to unpacking, like, have you have you ever been in therapy before? No, to be honest. Okay. Well, when you get to unpacking about, especially people that have passed away, that's the part that's really like, like, I couldn't really watch that scene. Not because of it was therapy, but just because of the shit that made me think about. But, um, ugh. Larsa. Oh, flavorful ass bitch! This podcast is so cringe. I could, I, it was. I honestly, every when that that scene was going on and the cooking scene was going on, I was playing Monopoly on my phone. Ain't nobody listening to no Larkis podcast. First of all, well, so you know who else has got a podcast today? In in the Bravo world, Raquel. Who? Oh, the the hoe. Yeah. What the fuck is she talking about? Girl, what? Valley uh, Ranch. Sandoval got one too. He ain't talking about shit except his old stupid ass trying to sing Prince in a park. Girl. Singing that. Uh, them people's name, Journey. 
So later that night, they go to the F1 racing party on the boat. And, you know, Kiki's upset because she's the only one without a man there. I get that because you feel awkward. You feel like a damn fifth wheel. Um, so, Marcus, don't you think Marcus is like a younger Tyler Perry that's really on that crack rock? Because that beard ain't lined up. That shit look like pussy pubes. Your edibles whooping your ass tonight, ain't it? Uh, excuse me? Excuse me. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Shut up, Clifton, okay? And you're correct. This edible is taking me there. I'm on the 91 freeway. You know, so as the night progressed, um, Lisa was telling her that she telling Larsa and um, Kiki about how she met with Gertie and tried to speak to Gertie about her breast cancer diagnosis. Um, Gertie pretended not to know what Lisa was talking about, but of course Lisa said it again. And then Gertie was like, aha, I tested someone because I knew they couldn't keep their mouth shut. And when Lisa said this, Larsa said, I don't have time for tests. She needs to grow up. But, bitch. Grow up. Grow up. Why are you telling people's business? You telling everybody's damn business, but if somebody says you got your titties done, these titties are from God. Fuck you, bitch. You look like Alvin and the Chipmunk. Like, it's not you, sis. Like, you trash. Lars is a fucking piece of hoe-ass stupid bitch. Okay? One of the stupidest bitches on TV. I can't stand her. Okay? Just the way how she's handling this whole cancer situation, it's really fucked up. And then talking about, oh, is she really... Is she really diagnosed with cancer? She had a drink. She's drinking. Bitch, you can drink when you have cancer, stupid. That's the dumbest shit I ever heard of, ever, okay? Shit. Lars is just a fucking dummy. It's like, how can you say that? And, you know... So Gertie's coming. Gertie knows that she that she's trying not to, you know, pop off on Larsa because you were going to the fuck cancer thing. And Gertie's like, it's on site. Or I don't want I don't want to be I don't want to be popping off on her. All the while, mm. Julia God girl. I don't want to hear this. This this is uh, it's whack. I don't care about this. You can go and your whack ass wife can go too. Fuck her and her transphobic ass. Martina Dunashlova ain't shit. Now, fuck that. I prefer Billie Jean King, bitch. <laughs> 
<laughs> Man. And so, you know, Gertie was clearly not happy when um Larsa popped up. She came in hot. She said, you know, I, I shouldn't be drinking. Let me just take a sip. It's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, you know, before Larsa showed up, Nicole revealed that Larsa asked her if Gertie's troubles were real. And it's just that... Um, it's 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 so fucking gross, Larsa. It is just the thing and everything. But when Gertie when Gertie was like, "I'm not talking to you," I was like, yes. "Okay, listen." Larsa sitting there looking like motherfucking free willy. So. I can't take her. I can't take her. She can go. Little girl. <laughs> now, all right. She's she's a flop. She really is not shit. Okay, I'll keep out. To be honest, I would keep Larsa and get rid of Julia. Oh yeah, at least Larson's bringing something. Julia, she can go. Um, Julia with an animal in every fucking scene. I don't want to see it. Oh, I, I know her house thing. I know I, her. I thing. know that car smelled like hell. Ugh. Gorilla, gorillas and hoes. And so you know, then they're talking about how there's this article about Lisa allegedly putting tracking devices on um, Lenny's cars and they're like wondering where Lisa is and she called my FaceTime said the police are here and I was like girl what? The police, the authorities? Could you imagine Lisa trying to um, put monitors on the damn car? I can. I can. I absolutely can, okay? Did you see one confessional where she had that 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 brazier on, okay? Bustier, okay? Mm -hmm. And she took a breath and that cleavage looked like the Cave of Wonders. Okay? That cleavage said, let's take a long walk around the park. Uh, after dark conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Them titties said a yellow brick road. Okay. I loved it. Well, on that, oh. spider. <laughs> On that note, what did you think of the episode? It was good. It was good. It was good. Um, Alexi and Doug, or whatever his name is, they ain't gonna last. They yeah. ain't gonna last. Hell no. Okay. 
I think he's getting sick of the shit. He gonna find him another blonde looking whore, okay? Not <sighs> that's 40 this time. Okay. And doesn't look like a, a Dollar Tree Christy Brinkley. Well, I, I hope that look like a mannequin. I hope Gertie gives Lars the business. Larsa looks like the blob. No, she looks like those things on Mario that shoot the birdos. She she looks like that gelatin white people bring with all that shit up in there. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, thank y'all for listening. And make sure to follow us on social media at PDC Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And we will talk to y'all later. Praise him. Bye. You're a mess. <laughs> <laughs>